You're listening to the Oz Movies Podcast, only on the Oz Network. Welcome back on the Oz Network for the fourth and final week of Avengers Month here. And we finally reached Infinity War, a movie that's taken pretty much uh, infinity years to reach us, and it's going to take us a few more years before we actually get the end of this movie. Um, I don't know everybody else is feeling about it, but it was interesting enough. Uh, but we're here to give you a spoil, mostly spoiler-free review. Uh, we're going to attempt at a spoiler-free review, Mallory. Um, hey. <laughs> yes, Rick. Yes. We got a couple of uh, guests here, and as Ben pointed out, uh, Canadians completely outnumbering the Australians on this one. But uh, uh, we're all here to talk about the movie that we just saw literally 20 minutes ago for two of us. But my name is Colin, and dude, you're embarrassing me in front of the wizard. <laughs> Okay. Uh, yeah, it was hilarious, huh? <laughs> and, my, and my name is Ben, and join us, Earth's Mightiest Heroes, like Kevin Bacon. <laughs> my name is Mallory. And who are you kidding? You're one sandwich away from fat. <laughs> and my name is Rick, and uh, evacuate the city, expand the forces, and give this man a shield or two. <laughs> or two. <laughs> I just pointed out Natalie actually wasn't quite in the movie. She was just talking to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'll just quickly introduce, you've heard him on a few other episodes here, my nephew, 14-year-old nephew Rick, who's very excited to be on this podcast because... The smart one. The smart one, because <laughs> I was going to say the opposite, but okay. <laughs> the, the only other person <laughs> on the planet who likes Spider-Man 3. Uh, that is not yeah, true. That is not true, Colin. Yeah, but... Um, oh, well, you were a good guy. <laughs> so, he just saw Infinity War with me. Uh, ben and Mallory, you saw this. How many days ago was it you saw this? Like, four days ago now, I think, wasn't it? It was the second day it out. The 26th. The Thursday. <laughs> and today is the 29th. So, yeah, three days three ago. Three days ago. So, we're seeing the sequel already. Yeah. What's wrong with you Canadians? <laughs> Yeah, the Avengers are no more now. Uh, X-Men have officially joined the Marvel Universe by the time we got around to talking about this. But uh, that that was the one thing I, th- I was mentioning to Rick when we were at the movie, uh, that you had seen this like a couple of days ago, because A, you still get midnight mo- movies, which I'm still upset about, and uh, B, um, you're like 15 hours in the future right now. So uh, I, we got this a little late. We got this, uh, I guess, 24 hours in, so... Uh, forgive us, everybody who's already seen this movie and talked about it amongst themselves already. But as we said, we're going to remain mostly spoiler-free here. We're going to attempt it. Uh, we'll try to cut anything. Okay. There, there are some things we will have to talk about, but we'll just quickly go around and uh, give our, I guess, brief opinions on what we thought of the movie. I'll kind of start out. Um, I think there was a problem with the projector in the theater we were in because I only saw half of an Avengers movie. I don't know if that was the same everywhere else in the world from what I'm hearing it is. <laughs> but it was still enjoyable. I liked it. Um, I was probably a little less shocked with the end as most people, but we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit uh, without going into the spoilers. Uh, I heard a lot of criticisms. So it's really not like harsh criticism. It's weird that it seems like most of the reviews out there are all kind of agreeing. They're like, it's a great movie, It's n- or maybe it's a good movie, but it's not a great movie, and that it has maybe a dozen to two dozen too many characters, and that you don't really get a chance to digest anything in this. I didn't really have that problem. I thought that there was a good balance with all the characters. You know, we had some that had bigger roles than others. And all around, I think it worked. It's just, 
it's one of these awkward things where it's it's clearly meant to be viewed with a second part, which is yet to come. Uh, ben, what did you think? Um, I'll start out by saying I think it's the best Avengers movie. I enjoyed it the most. Um, I mean, I I went out of it really enjoying it. I think kind of it had a real feel to it, and I think we talked a lot about it in the trailer episode that it feels big. It feels like it's an event, and I think it really held up to that. Um, I actually really thought the the way they handled all of the the spread of characters actually was really well. Mm-hmm. It was a lot better than I thought it would be. There's maybe like two or three that were very underused. And <clears throat> hashtag where's Ant Man? <laughs> um, we'll talk about that because that's one thing I'm not happy about. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I came out of it enjoying it for the most part. I think there were a few things maybe here and there that kind of be like, okay, well, that was a bit strange. I definitely think you need to see this with the second part clearly. Uh, I mean, it kind of reminded me a little bit about the, the um, the first Matrix sequel yeah. where you, you sort of knew that you were going to leave it on a bit of a cliffhanger. The difference is that obviously what we got that six months later, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Um, revolutions after reloaded compared to a year later. Um, I think definitely, and I know we're going to probably talk about this, um, huge standout and props to Josh Brolin. I, I definitely yeah. think that finally Marvel's done a villain right. <laughs> um, so I absolutely loved uh, Thanos. I thought that was fantastic. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely enjoyed it. And maybe I'd say I enjoyed it a lot more than I was thinking I would. Mallory? Oh, it's my turn. Oh, yeah, wonderful. it is your turn. Ben talks a lot. Um... <laughs> I enjoyed the movie a lot, and I think that I enjoyed it a lot more than possibly expected after only seeing eight of the previous films. Um, I did watch... What was that video that you made me watch? Oh, there was some IGN, like, 19-minute video that recapped all the movies quickly for you. Which really helped, honestly. Ant-Man didn't help so much, but all (laughs) other of the 17 movies in that video did help going into the movie. It did make more sense because of that video. Um... It's just, I, before we started today, Ben was saying, like, that I laughed a lot during the movie, and I think that that, for me, is something that makes this type of movie enjoyable, because I'm not good with, like, the action-y kind of things, and, like, scary things, and monstery things. No, it doesn't work for me. So, yeah, the humor was awesome in this movie. I was a little bit, I was a little bit disappointed, because I found that the movie was more, I think, centered around Thanos than it was about the heroes. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like that. Um, but as far as, like, screen time and concentrating on, like, your main characters and seeing, actually seeing most of the characters, but they did a good job. Well, I don't know what to say about this movie, but um, it was good, but unexpectedly, like Colin said, it was an unexpected ending. Like, I don't know if you saw, if any of you saw the comics or anything, that Daniels destroys the universe and all of that stuff, but, um... That's a spoiler for the comics. We didn't spoil the movie, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. But, um, people thought that they could not make an Avengers movie and in 2011. And they did. And they did a great job. (laughs) Avengers 2. Great. Really? Really? Don't like get me started on Age of Ultron again. <laughs> what? You have to talk about it with your with your wife and and then there comes Civil War, which should have been an Avengers movie, but it was all based on Captain America and all that other stuff. But um, 
Avengers 3, kind of in the middle, but uh, I still enjoyed it very much. But I so, would want to see, I would, but where's, hashtag, find the bitsy Ant-Man, <laughs> at Hawkeye. And, yes. uh, let's, let's just address that too, I mean, we're not going to call this a spoiler because we're not spoiling anything that's in the movie. We're spoiling something that's not in the movie. Uh, Marvel has definitely lied to us because they were talking about how Hawkeye, you know, did have an important role in this movie. And, uh, you know, they said, oh, you can find Ant-Man on the poster. And Ant-Man, like we mentioned this previous episode, Ant-Man is on the poster on Thanos' gauntlet or whatever. Uh, They're not in this movie. (laughs) So if you're going in expecting Hawkeye and Ant-Man, you won't see anything from them at all. A little bit disappointing because I think there's a couple dozen background characters and Gwyneth Paltrow that nobody asked to come back. Um, I'm sure they could have found something for them to do. But I'm just curious, Ricky, you were saying that you think this one's kind of in the middle with like the Avengers movie. If you include Civil War with the Avengers movies, where would you put it? Like Avengers 1, 2, Civil War in this? Um, well, I like... I don't know how to put it in because they were all good, but I don't know how to do it. They're They're... They had some missing parts. They had not some missing parts. They had some great parts, bad parts. I don't right. know how to put it like that, so maybe yeah. we should just skip that part. <laughs> all right, all right. This is all I, getting cut I from the episode. It's, yeah, it's all cut from the episode. Don't worry. <laughs> um, I'm going to agree with what you said, Ben, especially if we want to talk about Thanos, because, Mallory, you mentioned the same thing, that it's his movie, and all of the press leading into this was saying the same thing, you know, there's been a lot of teases. I don't know if anybody watched like the Jimmy Kimmel specials he's had on every single week. He's just had a half dozen cast members on there and Conan O'Brien did one. And anytime you've seen these interviews, everybody who has seen the movie has said, listen, it is Thanos's movie. And it really is. Uh, it's like a hundred percent his story to the point where I think some of the heroes do get short, short change, not in screen time, but just in importance. Excuse me. <laughs> you still sneezing Ant-Man. <laughs> Sorry, you just said something about short change, and I just I just sneezed. So I couldn't help it. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I think this one kind of had to be Thanos' movie just because we haven't been introduced to him. He is such a major character. But does anybody else think that maybe we could have gotten a little more out of the Avengers characters or the heroes if they had, let's say, thrown Thanos in, in a supporting role? Past me, like, look at the way they introduced Nick Fury. Uh, you know, in, in Iron Man 1, 2, and then the Captain Americas. I mean, now you can put Nick Fury in a small role in a movie, and it matters. I don't know if it, it would have worked a little bit better if Thanos had been thrown in in the Guardians of the Galaxy movie, even if it was just a supporting role, because he does completely dominate this to the point where I wonder why Avengers is on the title, and it's not Thanos Infinity War. Um, I agree. I 100% agree. I didn't... Yeah, I didn't enjoy that it was concentrated around him. It just... It... It felt like a movie of a villain and not of a hero, and that was really hard for me. Well, I mean, this is where it's tricky. I think kind no, of you're wrong. Thank you. Um, you, Colin, like summarised a lot when we've done this between you know Marvel and DC that you know people criticise DC, but what they've had five, six films to do it, and we're up. This is the nineteenth film, mm. so I think Marvel can get away with this. And I think the difference is is that. DC's renowned for its villains, Marvel's not really, and the ones that Marvel's been renowned for, for they've done poorly up until this point. And I think what they can do in this film is because we've had two previous full Avengers movies, we've, you know, throw in Civil War, there's three, 
each of these, you know, uh, characters in this in Infinity War we've seen in their own standalone movie for the most part or multiple other movies. So we don't need to spend a large portion of time, you know, dealing and getting to know these people because we've had 18 movies to do that. I think kind of we can have a film where it's purely on a villain and I think it was just done so well that, I mean, I don't... I personally had no problem with them doing it and I think it was fine. And I think kind of, you know, Marvel's finally done this right because that is always a criticism that Marvel yeah. just does not have good villains. And, I mean, even in the DC movies, you know, they, they talk about Steppenwolf, you know, kind of being underused or underdeveloped in Justice League, and you and I talked about that, that we didn't necessarily agree. But, I mean, even you've got to compare Justice League to this, that, I mean, how well done is that as compared to Steppenwolf? Um, you know, it's it's great. But, I mean, you look at sort of like a movie, you just said, Mallory, about how it was kind of like about a villain. I mean, what's The Dark Knight? The Dark Knight's pretty much about the Joker. Yeah. That's what pretty much everybody thinks about that. The difference is everyone knows and loves the Joker, whereas we don't really know Thanos unless, like Rick was saying, you've read the comics, and I don't know how to read, so I don't know what the, <laughs> f- the hell a comic is. So to me, getting to know Thanos in this way was really good, and I just I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I, I really appreciated what they did with Thanos and made this kind of a villain's movie. Yeah, and the other thing we have to consider is we have one villain in this movie. We have, I don't know, 50 or 60 heroes. I mean, even if we're just breaking down the main heroes, and this is I probably as far as we're going to go into actual spoilers here, is just what the story kind of breaks down to is that all these characters, the Avengers slash Guardians of the Galaxy, Doctor Strange, or whatever, you have maybe like three groups they're broken into. You have uh, the one story that kind of follows Doctor Strange, Spider-Man, Iron Man, you have another one that's following Thor and the Guardians. And then you have the stuff on Earth, which is Captain America, Black Widow, uh, Winter Soldier, Black Panther. Um, Vision. Vision, yeah. Every, Witch. Everybody who basically has nothing to do. Yeah. yeah, that was really boring. The C <laughs> team uh, with Captain America and Black Panther. <laughs> but, like, yeah, let's be honest. The stuff on Earth, I mean, I was thinking at the two-hour mark of this movie uh, – you know, does this qualify as a cameo for Chris Evans? Because, like, he's the star, and there's nothing for them to do on Earth because nothing's happening. Uh, so that definitely suffers. But, of course, we get everything we saw in the trailers basically all comes from the last 30 minutes of this movie, just this massive battle. And I think that makes up for some of it. But you have so many of these hero characters, and they're all kind of divided up. So, yes, you have only three hero stories you're following this movie, but you've got... I don't know, 20 characters broken up and all that. So there's only so much to go around. Whereas with a villain, it's one villain. And we're, we're kind of used to seeing the opposite as well, where you'll have a villain and a bunch of henchmen. I mean, the henchmen in this have really nothing to do with it, but I don't like those hero characters. Are there any favorite standouts that everybody has? Ben, you have one that was like a standout of the heroes. One thing I just quickly say in, in relation to that, the one thing that surprised me, and this isn't really a spoiler, but I mean, the, the majority of this damn movie is set in space. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> kind of like, that's one thing I was saying to Mallory as we left. I'm like, that's one thing DC's kind of always had over Marvel is that you kind of can't avoid space with DC because you, one of your main characters is an alien. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know, obviously, that Guardians has kind of made this, you know, space connected. But, like, to me, it's always been with Marvel. Marvel's very much grounded. Um, in reality to a point because also they use real um, locations whereas DC make up their city names um, but you know this one very much in space but it kind of was like okay that was interesting um, and I think kind of 
yeah, out of all the the heroes, like it really was interesting that, as I said before, I think they blended it really well. I think they kind of gave most of them very good screen time. I really enjoyed. I I wasn't expecting Doctor Strange to maybe be as used as much as he was, and I really liked that because obviously we went over that last week that really liked Doctor Strange. Um, I think Iron Man kind of just got what you expected. Um, I, I was very surprised that the Guardians were kind of used as much as they were, and I liked that. Because, um, I mean, realistically, the Guardians kind of, without being super spoilery, were sort of the main focus, really, for the most part. Um, the stuff on Earth, though, like... I mean, Captain America kind of just got what maybe I was expecting. I mean, I don't know. What are they doing with Captain America? It's kind of... This is what I said last week. Like, I can't even remember where Captain America was after Civil War and all this. I'm like, where is he? Oh, that's where he is. He's growing a beard. Um, but... Like, all the Earth stuff kind of annoyed me just because, like, I didn't give a shit about Vision and Scarlet Witch. I'm like, well, this is too much for them. Where's Ant-Man? I'd rather him. Um, like, and I was very surprised just, like, how much they underused Black Panther coming off the success of Black Panther. We kind of thought it would be the opposite. But to me, he just felt like, what's the point of him even being there except for Wakanda being in the movie? Um, the Hulk, I'm, I'm with oh. you after Ragnarok. They've just turned him into complete comedy, yeah. and I do not yeah. like what they've done with the Hulk. Um, and to me, um, Spider-Man was a B character. I didn't like what they did with Spider-Man in this film. So um, they're probably the only ones I have. I really did like the Guardian stuff. I love the Thor stuff, and I love the Thor stuff with the Guardians. I thought it was fantastic. I know I'm probably going to steal Mallory's thunder here, but I'll say this, and then you can talk about how much you loved it even more. I love the Thor Captain America scene sort of right at the end. That was funny. Um, but, yeah, I mean, a good balance except for a couple ones. Yeah, I just wasn't happy with what they did with Spider-Man, the Hulk, and I'll say Black Panther. They should have used Black Panther more. I can't remember the Thor Captain America scene that you're oh, talking the about. Oh, the beat about the Oh, that was <laughs> yeah. good scene. Okay, okay. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I'm basically just going to repeat everything that Ben just said. Well, not everything, but most things that Ben just said. Um, Coming off of only the first Guardians movie and the first Thor movie, uh, and the Avengers movie, but not Civil Wars. Civil War. Anyway. Um, (laughs) I loved the Guardians and Thor in this movie. They were, like, they were prime. They were so funny and just enjoyable. And any. Honestly, everything about being in space with them and being on Earth with them was amazing. Like, they weren't on Earth for very long, but it was amazing. Um, Rabbit is my new favorite <laughs> character. <laughs> I just, it's just amazing interactions that they have, and it's just, yeah, it was really, really well written for the cast that they have, I think, and I think that that's sometimes something that Marvel misses the mark a little bit with, so this was just, like, a good little play between them. I have to say, okay, I've only seen the one Guardians movie, so Mantis is her name? Yeah. I had never seen her before, and coming out of the movie, I looked at Ben, and I was like, okay, so who is the thing with the antennae? Like, I just, <laughs> I didn't know, and I was kind of confused. I was like, who is this random chick? Like, what is happening? But, she's okay. Um, <laughs> the rest of the Guardians are better, because they they're better. Come, Rabbit. <laughs> um, very I was very disappointed in the role of Captain America because he's my 
my favorite, and he's attractive, and he has a beard now. And, yeah. Compared to Chris Evans shirtless, yeah, I would have to agree. It was the most shirtless scene in this movie. Yeah, not a single shirtless scene. We did really good. Oh, wait, but... Dave Batista was shirtless. Yeah. Yeah. But he always is. Uh, Rick, what were yeah. what were your standouts, or which characters kind of disappointed you? Any? Um, I don't know if anybody disappointed me except for the use with Thanos a, a little bit. I, I don't like it. This is supposed to be an Avengers movie, not a Thanos movie. It's called Avengers: <laughs> Infinity War, not Thanos: yeah. Infinity War. They could have done more with the Avengers. They could have done a little bit less with Thanos, and they could have done. They're like I'm saying, I. I still like the characters what they did, but again, where is Ant Man and where is Hawkeye? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no one cares about Hawkeye. Come on. <laughs> yeah, we established this before. Yeah. Oh, Ant Man's attractive. No, he's not. Paul Rudd's attractive. You leave no, Paul Rudd alone. Paul Rudd's a handsome man. Paul, Paul Rudd's no, funny he's attractive. Not. Can we not speak about grown up stuff the here? Because there's a teenager here, and yeah. <laughs> Okay. Are you saying that yes, Paul Rudd's attractive? I think that's no. exactly what he was saying. No. Oh wait, who are we talking to? <laughs> no, Jamie. Jamie's a Paul Rudd fan. Um, yeah. Okay. yeah. So, uh, 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 Rick, you have uh, spoken at least uh, um, on the way to the theater about your dislike of Iron Man. Uh, I hate did, him. But, but okay, what is it you hate about oh. Iron Man, and do you like him more in this one? I like him a little more in this one. That uh, I don't want to give any spoilers, but I don't. <laughs> but still. There's one thing I really liked about it, but I don't want to spoil it. But um, all right, so just shut up, then, okay? I won't shut. Up. I'll <laughs> shut up about Iron Man. I won't. I because I don't want to even talk about. How about Iron how Man. about Captain America? Disappointed. Okay. Um, disappointed. Guardians. Great success. Great success. <laughs> I, I liked it how they used the Guardians a yeah. lot. Well, I'm gonna kind of Vladimir Putin. Great success. <laughs> <laughs> they used the Guardians like they were supposed to because they are the ones that. Uh, really want to kill Thanos. Mr. Yeah. Mr. Drax wants to kill him because he ordered Ronan to kill his family. And yeah. um, I don't know who else wants to kill him. See, but Mallory, next time don't watch one of these you know, Marvel in 15 minutes things. Just have Rick explain it to you in about five because he's covered <laughs> off the movies. Yeah. <laughs> I even seen Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. You should see that, Mallory. Yeah, good movie. I preferred I'll it over there. the <laughs> I preferred it over the first. I need to. <laughs> oh, we just talking. Wow, that was awkward. This is him subdued, just so everybody knows. Like, this is calm, Rick. But, um, <laughs> uh, I'm going to kind of agree with everybody, at least on the characters, that, um, I mean, the Guardians Thor stuff was the most interesting stuff. The one thing that I will say is kind of disappointing in this movie, like you said, it is all in space, and I don't mind that, but the space environments we see look very plain. And we're coming off of Guardians where they did a great job with these planets and you know, space stations and ships and everything. And I mean, here we kind of have this dilapidated uh, rock quarry, it almost looks like, uh, (laughs) where Mm -hmm. the the main battle takes place near the end. uh, And then we have this spaceship that also just looks dark and rusted and not that interesting. I I really think that we could have seen a little bit more, at least of exciting stuff in space, considering what we have seen so far, even with Thor. Uh, and then the Earth stuff, I mean, yeah, we get Wakanda. We saw that a couple of months ago, and it's good here. But I don't really feel like we got a lot of the environments of this movie. Um, mm. The Thor Guardian stuff is the best stuff of the movie because 
the one thing we have to consider is, you know, with these Avengers movies, the thing that Joss Whedon doesn't get enough credit for is that he knew how to write all these characters the way they were written in their original movies. So he wrote Tony Stark the way that the writers of the Iron Man movies did, even though Joss Whedon wasn't involved in that. He wrote Captain America the way that the writers of Captain America did. In this movie, these screenwriters, they haven't written most of these Marvel movies. They haven't written these characters. They haven't directed these characters. So it's got to be a tough job to do that. But at the same time, you feel that a lot. And I feel like with Guardians and Thor, it was like these writers really tapped into those characters. and They knew how to write a line for Star-Lord with you know, the stuff of him talking about you know, Thor, tall guy, not very handsome and all that. You know, It feels <laughs> like a Star-Lord line. Uh, but then other ones like Spider-Man, it's funny because that you said you did like Spider-Man. And the first thing I was thinking is like, I thought that, they, that Spider-Man was entertaining this movie, but the complaint I had almost every scene he was in, it was like they were taking two or three jokes that came out of civil war, maybe one out of homecoming and just recycling it. Like how many times do we have to have him saying, Hey, do you remember that really old movie, this, or mm. making references to like footloose and stuff like that? Like, it's just, <laughs> it was like. The, the the writers of this movie they didn't know enough about Spider Man to really get a character out of this. Uh, the it's, one, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. All I was going to say is that maybe I'm the most critical on Spider Man just because we did so much on Spider Man <laughs> last year. I like Spider Man; he's probably overall my favorite Marvel character. He's also and I just I felt too. that like for such a big deal to get him as part of the MCU after how much they took to get him on board. They had this, you know, very good standalone movie. You know, he kind of was a large portion of what people were looking forward to in Civil War. You know, they've kind of done this new side of him. I just felt he was just such a a B character sidekick who really didn't do much in this movie. And it's like, that that to me is, I mean, people, again, bringing back Justice League, people kind of, you know, we said in Batman v Superman that Batman really doesn't do anything. He just stands and watches. Um, whereas in Justice League, he kind of does do stuff. But, like, I mean, are we going to get a, another Justice League or something movie and Batman's just going to chill in the background and just, you know, have a couple of quick well, every now and then? <laughs> like, I mean, it's just, it just, he's so underused, I feel, Spider-Man. And I just... And like, I don't know, I just wasn't a fan of that, and I think that, to me, Spider-Man is such a major character in the Marvel Universe that, like, he should be doing more than he did. And, and people who haven't seen this shouldn't take this the wrong way. I mean, he's in a ton of this movie, like, a ton he's, of it. But like A lot more than Ant-Man. Yeah, <laughs> uh, a lot more than anybody on Earth, but uh, <laughs> it's just what he does in this movie. It's like you said, even with the use of his powers, you know, we talked about how all the Spider-Man trilogies have, have introduced a different way of using his powers. And arguably, I'd say the Andrew Garfield ones made his powers look the most interesting. But, like, here he just sort of swings every once in a while and every once in a while shoots a web. Like it, it, Even more of the suit. Yeah, exactly. We, we complain about the, the mechanical suit that we're getting now and it's too gadgety and everything, but... Yeah. It's really cool. It's the Iron Spider, if you want to call it something. Well, I know what it is. But then ben, why don't you call it the Iron because Spider? Because Ben can't read and he won't get the reference. <laughs> uh, what do you mean? <laughs> but, ben, you need to learn how to read. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm still on the Tobey Maguire ones, all right? You can shoot it out of his wrist. <laughs> Have you even seen the Boss Baby yet? Have you seen the Boss Baby, boss Ben? This kind of Boss Baby. Yeah, Tony McCoy. One of the episodes oh. with Spider-Man Homecoming, you said you were, you were downloading the Boss Baby, and then oh, you were going to see he's it. He's referencing an episode. Right. We finally have somebody on the show that listens to our show, Ben, and you don't get the reference. <laughs> well, I just, I just got thrown by a Boss Baby yeah. reference. I was like, what? <laughs> 
They actually made a Netflix TV show about the boss, baby, but Tobey Maguire is not even in it. Coming soon to the Oz Network, I'm sure. Um, (laughs) It's more like a children's movie. Why would you want to interview a children's show? You know what's great, Ben, is that our jokes really kill with this panel here. (laughs) I'm glad. I'm glad that, you know, our two children on this episode right now think we're funny. (laughs) I'm a teenager, Ben. Yes. (laughs) I understand. Sorry, Rick. Ma- Mallory's not, though. Barely, but not. <laughs> um, the only other character I want to talk about was Doctor Strange, because I would go as far as to say, I'm not going to say that Doctor Strange was like the scene stealer of this movie, but if there's one character that I feel like is the central hero to this movie, it is Doctor Strange, which I was happy with, because coming out of the Infinity Gauntlet, Infinity War comics that this is very loosely based on, Really, you have like three main characters in there. You have Doctor Strange, you have a character named Adam Warlock that we do not see in this movie, and you have the Silver Surfer, which we do not see in this movie. So, giving Doctor Strange that central role, I loved, and also, like you said, I mean, we're both huge fans of Doctor Strange and Benedict Cumberbatch. Um, but the only other ones I really wanted to mention was Vision and Scarlet Witch. Um, oh, I know I please don't talk about it. Their love story was terrible. Mm. I... Well, yeah, that's the thing. I don't care about this love story. We mentioned it briefly with the Civil War stuff. I don't care. And these were two great characters in Age of Ultron, and somehow they lost it. And is it weird that Scarlet Witch had a full Russian accent in the first Avengers? Her accent would slip in mid-sentence in Age of Ultron, and now it's just gone completely? Like... It's just, t- and, and Elizabeth Olsen's a good actress. I don't know why she can't hold an accent anymore. Um, but like Vision, I feel like they slightly redeem him in this movie, but still, it almost feels like a character so cartoony that it just doesn't belong here. And it's not cartoony in like a goofy way. It's just, it's, I don't know, it doesn't belong in like a real world. It's just, there's probably a more realistic way to do it. I just don't care. I just do not care. And, like, I'm sorry that I keep bringing up Ant-Man, but I'm going to bring up <laughs> Ant-Man. Like, Ant-Man had a freaking movie named after him, right? He's about to have a sequel come out in, what, like, three months, mm-hmm. and yet we get the Vision and Scarlet Witch Mills and Boone hour. Like, I mean, it's just, like, <laughs> no one cares about Hawkeye, but more people would have cared about Hawkeye in this movie than them. Like, yeah. it's just, I didn't care. Like, there's elements to it that you know has to be in it because of the stone stuck in his head. <laughs> but it's just, yeah, I just, and I mean, Mara, you haven't seen any of the movies of Scarlet Witch, so you're literally turning to me going, who's okay, she? Okay, yes, I have. Wait, wait, yes, I have. We realized this. Oh, that you have seen Age I of have Ultron. seen Age of Ultron. You just blocked it out of your memory. Yeah, it's just terrible. <laughs> um, so I've actually seen nine out of the 18 movies, just saying. Uh. Um, that was not the point I was trying to make, though. The point I was trying to make. I don't know. The one thing I just wanted to quickly add, and I'm sorry because I didn't get my Ant-Man rant, but, like, the, the fact that the throwaway line where they say that both of them are off doing their own thing, like, you kind of get that funny line where it's like, we have an Ant-Man and a Spider-Man. Like, okay, ha. Yeah. Ah. But, like, I mean, you know, Hawkeye and Ant-Man maybe not be the most important people in this universe, but Ant-Man has pretty cool powers when it comes to being small and big, and Hawkeye can shoot arrows but like (laughs) it's i don't know like i uh, it just frustrates me like just don't have vision in this movie save him like you know have some sort of clip hanging around that stone or something like that but like ridiculous because i mean again he's on the poster ant man like where where is he like this bullshit um bull poo sorry don't listen to my words but the other thing that you mentioned which again i'm completely agreeing with you the Hulk is dead to me. Like, 
<laughs> this is something that they need Terrible. Joss Whedon for. It's just he was, and we're not going to spoil the movie here, other than to say that the complaints we kind of all had with Thor Ragnarok that they they not only tamed the Hulk, they just made him a comedy gimmick. And yes, it was funny in Thor Ragnarok, but is that what you need for the Hulk? Does the Hulk need to be comic relief? Maybe every once in a while. But now we're two back-to-back movies with the Hulk just being comic relief. And here it's just dumb. It's bad comic relief. Like, there's a lot of humor in this movie that really works. The Thor stuff, the Guardian stuff, the Iron Man, the Spider-Man stuff. Like, even though I complain that the Spider-Man is the same joke over and over again, it works every single time over and over again. The Hulk humor here is just dull and flat, and I don't know why he's in this movie. It's I know that they, you could tell from the way it's set up in this movie that they're building maybe something uh, in a future one. I'm not saying he lives or dies. Can't spoil that because we still don't really understand what this movie is about. But yep. it's it's just it's 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 killing a character that they took so long to get people to take seriously. You know the Eric right. Bana movie. In comparison to what they've done in this movie with the Hulk, like the Eric Bana movie is a masterpiece. And the Edward Norton one steps in the right direction. And what they did with him in Avengers and even Age of Ultron, that's the Hulk we need to see. He needs to be a beast. And Bruce Banner needs to be like a tormented soul. He's not a tormented soul here. It's basically him trying to pinch a turd in the middle of a street. And then he's like, oh, how come I can't get this guy to come out of me? Like, I don't. You just got a visual of that, didn't you, Rick? But um, Mallory, you you have you have strong opinions on Mark Ruffalo here pinching a turd. <laughs> Were you, what did you say about Mark Ruffalo in the movie? He's looking old now, or something. Yeah, he looks like an old man. Well, he is an old man. He's like fifty. <laughs> well, I, Robert Downey Jr. doesn't age. Can but we just establish that? No, he doesn't age in the movies. But outside of the movies, if you see like pictures of him not in the movie, then he looks old. Yes. I mean, we established this as well that in in this franchise with you know big muscular Chris Pratt, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Evans, like Chris women Pratt is not muscular. That oh, is did, not in Guardians One, that guy was in Guardians One. He was super ripped. Well, what are you talking about? Chris oh. Pratt's muscle, Star Lord's muscles. He is a muscular guy. Oh right? yeah, well, yeah, I remember. Ads. Oh, don't even mention a short legs guy. I'm a teenager <laughs> for crying out loud, well, and I'm, I don't like these I'm stuff. Sh- uh, <laughs> We've also got to add in our Hollywood Chris's. I was thinking about this the other day, and in the age of uh, racial diversity, can I also add uh, Chris Tucker and Chris Rock? Oh, okay, okay, I can do this. Okay, so now we have six. No, hang on, we've got Chris Evans, Chris Pratt, Chris Pine, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Pine, Chris O'Donnell, Chris Tucker, and Chris Rock. Okay, we have seven. seven. Okay. So, Christian Bale. Christian Bale is not a Chris. Yeah, if that's Christian a Christian. Bale was Chris, and he would be first. And Christian Slater. No, we're not using Christians. I'm not going to be able to remember all of these. Um, okay. I don't know if I remember my original order. Well, Chris Evans was one. Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Pine, Chris Pratt, Chris... O'Donnell. O'Donnell. I don't remember who that is again. Okay, Chris Tucker, and I didn't know the other one, so I'm only adding Chris, Chris Tucker. I don't know He's, a least, he's a not as funny Chris Tucker. I'm just adding Chris Tucker. <laughs> okay, so it's still... <laughs> It's going to be Chris... I started something, Colin, I'm Evans, sorry. Chris Hemsworth, Chris Pine, Chris Tucker, Chris, eh, Chris Tucker, O'Donnell, yes. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt's below Chris Tucker? Yeah. Chris Tucker's amazing. Don't He's say anything bad about Chris Tucker. Chris Pratt is a comedy He's relief. He's Thor-Lord. He does... He's comedy. You know, you know, 
He's based on classic music from the 80s. Yeah. Well, How would you put him down? Well, because... Who's talking you, Michael Jackson? You Chris Tucker's quiet. better shirtless, I guess. Uh, <laughs> um, I just really don't like Chris Pratt. Yeah, Jamie will... What we're going to have... Do you know what we're going to do? We're going to host the first ever Oz Network debate of Uh-oh. Jamie and Mallory arguing over the, the credentials <laughs> of Chris Pratt as a hunky man. <laughs> Uh, and then every once in a while, Rick stepping in. There's like, I'm a teenager. I don't want to hear about these things. <laughs> hey, like, maybe when I get a little gold. older, then we can talk about. When you it. get a little older, you want to talk about shirtless men? Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll catch up with you in a few years. Yeah, <laughs> um, he doesn't know which direction he's going to go in life. <laughs> I want to be a, sa- a salesperson, Ben. Oh, okay. Be all the fourteen. That's uh, that's that's where we were going with that joke. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That was that was the finish line. Clearly, we all knew it was heading in that direction. Um, I'll see you at Walmart. <laughs> best episode of the Oz Network. Yeah, best episode ever. Uh, okay, let's let's I guess address the elephant in the room. Um, this movie has a cliffhanger that nobody wants to talk about, or I guess everybody wants to talk about it, but nobody wants to hear it if they haven't seen the movie. Uh, there were a lot of great jokes again this week, like. Um, on, uh, uh, I think it was Jimmy Kimmel, He on one of the nights he had all of the guests say, you're allowed to give one spoiler for the movie, and they're saying things like, you know, at one point I look to my left and my eyes get wide. Like, it's just completely dumb things like that because nobody wants to talk about the spoilers. This movie has a cliffhanger ending that's really out there. Um, to the point where most people who have seen this movie are like, I don't know how I feel about the ending. And Rick, your mom, and dad saw the movie last night and all i heard about them was that it was literally like that's how they end this movie like that's yes. so unusual mm-hmm. but now what did they everybody also, else th- they were also saying that somebody dies superman oh from yesterday night yeah. and today yeah. before i went before i came here yeah well your, your dad's got a great sense of humor. We established that. Haven't we? Um, but, Not really. But you were saying. Yes, I was saying. Thank you. Thank you. I'll take my show back. Thank you, Mister Salesman. Um, but I was probably the one person. Like all we're hearing is people not gasping in the theater. But I don't know. Like Rick, your reaction was something along the lines of, "Huh? Uh, uh. It was just like grunts. Like, but." Uh. And that's kind of what I heard all around me. Now, because I've read, I don't want to give the spoiler away, even to people who've read the comics, but because I've read the comics, the way that this sort of cliffhanger happens, it's something that I kind of saw coming because it came out of the Infinity Gauntlet, uh, War Crusade comics, you know, all the ones that they've had over the years. So I kind of, when it started happening, you know, when when this, this big twist was unfolding, I knew where it was going in a way, and I wasn't so shocked, but... Uh, ben, Mallory, Rick, in that order. Um, <laughs> what were what were your impressions without giving away the twist, Mallory? Uh, what were no, your impressions? Dang it! How did you know that there was a spoiler I wanted to talk about? <laughs> uh, it only takes a few episodes to catch on to behavior here. But uh, what was your impression, or, or does this leave you with a positive impression? Is it too out there? Is it too much of a cliffhanger for a year? Like, how did this strike everybody? Well, again, to use my Matrix uh, example before, I remember when the Matrix Reloaded ended and they kind of pan across to that guy who's meant to be Agent Smith. I remember going like, who the hell is that? I don't remember him in this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so exactly. there was a lot of, 
there was a lot of um, stuff here, like, going on, like, huh, what, what's that, what, what? Like, I just kind of didn't get a lot of it. But then yeah. the thing that kind of struck me, and then I kind of mentioned this to Mallory maybe a day later, was something that Doctor Strange says, which I won't say, towards the end of the movie. And to me, that was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. They're setting that up for the sequel. So that, to me, is where I kind of went out of it going, oh, okay, that's going to make sense. The one bit, though, that maybe I had to look up at the end, because I assumed it was something, is the very end credit scene, and there's a beeper involved. Oh, yeah. That's all I'll say. Yeah. I didn't know what that was. I was like, I think that's something. So I looked it up, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I was right. That is what that is. You thought it was Wonder Woman. I thought it was Wonder Woman. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, this is the best crossover ever. Um, <laughs> But that was that was very much like Justice League, the last credit in Justice League. I had no idea who that person was with Lex Luthor. I had uh-huh. to look it up. When I saw Justice League, people in the cinema were like, "Oh my god, it's this person!" Deathstroke. So yeah. Whereas, so like, as somebody again who doesn't read, I need to look these things up. But um, look, I I mean, I kind of left just yeah. I was like, oh okay, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> it took me a little bit to digest. But, um, again, without really being able to talk about what we saw, it's kind of hard to fully go into detail. But there were certain elements where I'm like, okay, that can't happen because there's a movie coming out in the future with a certain person in it, so there's no way that that's a real thing. Anyway, Mallory, shh. (laughs) (laughs) I just got shushed before I started talking. (laughs) Um, Shoot. (laughs) This is what happens when you shush, Ben. (laughs) I know. He nice job, Ben. Entire train of thought. So, <laughs> I was disappointed. I'm glad that I was with Ben because the immediate first girl that ever said that to me. Yeah, first time I've ever said it too. Um, <laughs> it just it helped because as we walked out, he was like, "Oh, don't worry. This movie and this movie and this movie are coming out. Like, it's gonna be okay." <laughs> but if he hadn't, I would have like been a lot more upset than I was. Um, just the poor little rabbit. That's <laughs> it's just, it's just so sad for him. Yeah. The end. It's just poor little rabbit. Um, the other thing is not to do at all with the ending. Well, kind of to do with the ending. But normally, I wait a very long time to watch these movies so I can fast forward through the credits <laughs> to see the end scene. But because we're at the freaking theater... I couldn't fast forward. Now, going into this movie, like probably a third of the way in maybe, I looked over at Ben and I go, I have to pee. But I couldn't get up and leave because I was like, this is too exciting. I have to stay. I need to, like, I can't miss anything. So you just went right there, didn't you? No. (laughs) I freaking had to wait like 20 minutes for every single credit before the end scene played, and I was really upset. It's the first Marvel movie in because a long time normally, just have one post credit scene. But right normally it's put them, like, in the middle yeah. of the credits as well, so you don't have to wait as long. Oh, that was terrible. Um, she did go to the bathroom. Bit, I did. So it was spoiler, after right? the end credit scene. And just quickly to point out, uh, Crown Melbourne, your cinema is so much smaller. The cinema in Glenorchy in Tasmania is bigger than the cinema at the largest casino in the Southern Hemisphere. That's really weird. What's the deal, Crown Melbourne? We just lost a sponsor. Thanks, Ben. Um, (laughs) Well, James Packard doesn't listen. It's fine. Rick, uh, how do you you digest that ending? Um, I don't know. I was shocked. Like, really shocked. Um, But... 
again, I have to I have to wait now for one stupid year to watch the second, then watch the next one. Yeah. And Mallory, I'm just like like you, but I, but every time I watch a movie, I skip right to the end end scene. And then when uh in the theater, I have to I just go, oh, this is taking forever. So, uh, oh my gosh. Uh, you skip to the end scene of the movie, so you just watch the opening credits and you go, oh, so he's his father. That's what I thought he was. Luke Skywalker. <laughs> I only and then like that's to the end. That's the anything in the middle. I just skip. I don't really like the credits as much because it's really boring stuff. Listening well, all the names and all the other stuff. Well, yeah, you were complaining, and I'm like, hey, these people worked for months, you know, earning. <laughs> Probably a decent wage for you to have this entertainment, yeah, and you uh, can't show them. Yeah, like yeah. nine million dollars. Yeah, like they've that. worked way harder than at least Ben <laughs> in life. So. <laughs> uh, I jokes. always want to see who the best boy is or the assistant to Mister Pratt is. Or like the gaffer. Yes, like gaffer. <laughs> what is a gaffer? That's what we're wondering. Who cares? They're in the credits, and we're not. They're better than us. You know what? Like, if we can get an interview with the gaffers from Infinity War, like, we've made it as a network. We have. That's yeah. what we need to aim for. That's I'm better confused. than Joey's What is a kids. gaffer for crying out loud? We're all confused. Join the club. <laughs> I thought you knew what a gaffer was. No, I don't know what a gaffer is. Ben, do you know what a gaffer is? In Australia, gaffer is what we call, like, industrial strength tape. Gaffer tape. <laughs> Um, <laughs> industrial tank, strength tape gets their own credits. Like electrical tape. <laughs> no, duct tape. Duct tape. Quack, quack. Gaffer, <laughs> gaffer tape. Duct. 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 Um, <laughs> the only other thing I really want to add on that twist is, like you said, Rick, it's, it's, it's a year to wait. And we saw this a lot. It's kind of toned down the last couple of years since these movies started failing, but... This big craze that I guess started with The Matrix about doing two back-to-back sequels, which then evolved into, let's take books and split them into 16 Hobbit movies, you know? (laughs) Or um, uh, let's do The Hunger Games as two back-to-back books, and they tried that with the Divergent ones, and they had to cancel the last movie because nobody saw it. Um, Harry Potter... Butterface is terrible. No, don't you? Yes! Yes! I completely agree. Completely agree with what I don't understand. Sh- Shailene Woodley, she's in the Divergent movie. She's terrible, isn't she? I, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it, so I won't give my opinion on that. Yeah. No. I loved I, that book. I saw the movie, and I was like, why did I even bother? That movie like, is so bad. Such a terrible actor. She's hot, labor line. Actress. No. She's a fan. Um, no, I don't, I don't care for her. Exactly being as fat. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, but. This whole thing about splitting movies into two, I think that that craze kind of... And this is why a lot of the opinions out there are very divided, especially on the ending, because this craze wore off. And I don't know if it was just overkill or if it was the fact that they were doing it with a lot of books that didn't warrant being split. Like, the one that this uh, was probably the most... Like, Harry Potter, yeah. Um, The Hunger Games was the one that was... This was most similar to me, because... It really didn't feel like this was a proper ending, and the all the the major stuff that come like the the only other complaint I really have with this movie, even though it's enjoyable, was that for a two and a half hour long movie, we really get very little happening in this until close to the end. It's all build, and you really do get the impression that whatever part four is going to be, that's the majority of the story. And that's very similar like when the Hunger Games tried to split it and everything. And I just think that maybe audiences are have kind of tired of this. Especially with a one-year wait, because when you get ones that are a year apart, like the Hobbit movies, they kind of found a way to give it a little bit of its own complete ending. 
this feels like it should have been at least done like Matrix style or Kill Bill mm-hmm. style. Do it at least six months because a year seems far too long to wait when this movie itself is almost like a two and a half hour teaser trailer. Mm. You're just nodding, Rick. You, you agree with me? I agree with you. Okay, thank you. <laughs> um, hi, sorry, you cut out slightly there. I did hear that. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think that it is a year is a long time, particularly that we're going to have, what, like one movie in between. I think two. Um, two. So um, Captain Marvel, of course. So we're going to yeah. have two more movies in between this, which is going to make it interesting. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I love how the Matrix sequels are getting the most talked about time right now they have in like 15 <clears> years. But, I mean, I remember seeing the, the uh, what was the second one, Reloaded, then Revolutions. Um, I love Revolutions. I think I'm the only person on the planet that actually like Revolutions. I like it. Um, and Reloaded kind of gets better over time, even though there's a lot of fucking talking in it. Um, but I haven't seen them in a while. Maybe I need to rewatch them. But I think kind of, you know, as with all the ones you've used as examples, after this whole break in the cinema sphere has happened, you watch them back to back on a movie night. They're kind of, they work together, don't yeah. they? Yeah. Um, so I think kind of in 18 months time when we can watch these back to back on DVD, it's going to be fine. But like right now we can complain about it. Um, I think they should have only had a six month break in it. I think that honestly, um, you know, don't have any movies in between this and the second part, like push Ant-Man and Captain Marvel back to next year. And just because you've already had Black Panther, just have the second part of this happening, you know, November this year or something like that. Because it's just it's just a it's a weird thing. Like, have we ever had this with a movie before? Because you know all the examples that we've used, it's not like we had a you know a middle Matrix movie, a middle Harry Potter, a middle Hunger Games. You know, it, it just it went straight into the next one. Whereas we're getting Ant Man and Captain Marvel in between this, and it's kind of both are sort of not set in between these two movies. I realize prequels, that, yeah, but it's still going to yeah. take you away a little bit from it. So yeah. all of a sudden we have to go back to what's happened after Civil War and then what Captain Marvel set in the 90s. So it's kind of like, okay, this is going to be weird. And, and like this ending also I feel is way too dramatic to just jump into the comedy of Ant-Man. And I guess kind of it's – I'm assuming Captain Marvel is going to be a little bit flashier and more retro – sort of the similar like Guardians is for like the 70s, 80s. This is going to be for the 90s. Those seem like too light of a movie to put in between such a dramatic, you know, third and fourth Avengers movie as well. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why don't we talk about this? Why don't we talk about the special character that was in the movie? Which, which special character? You know. Oh, well, the cameo? The cam- no, 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 no. You know when Thanos goes out to the Soul Stone and we see a yeah. very special character? Why are we talking about that one? Well, okay, well, I don't want to spoil it for anybody. Well, you guys are we, really well, cutting we, out for us right now. Did, just to know. I wanted to know who the special character was. All we heard was special cameo, and then you yeah. died on us. The, uh, when Thanos is going for... Like, we, we talked about how there were maybe going to be some cameos of other characters popping up in this and then there's one which I don't want to spoil who it is but it was probably like the one moment where there were like 50 people in the theater all going like yeah like cheering when Thanos Uh, is going after the soul stone and he meets a character yeah which I can I just say without being a spoiler and I'm sad to say that that's not the original actor who played that character either that's what I figured yeah yeah Yeah, I'm sad that I looked it up I know there's the voice difference on it too yeah but yeah, Matt still... pointed out the voice difference in the cinema. She's like, "Yeah, they don't sound like they did in the other one." 
yeah, still still kind of a fun moment, but there was a lot less of that in this movie that I expected. I thought that we were going to get, like, I don't know, 50 cameos of past characters or maybe ones that we haven't seen yet, but there's still some fun little things like that in there. Or the guy that you... There was like Glenn Close. Where talking. was Glenn Close? Where was Jaiman Hunsu? Who's Jaiman Hunsu? <laughs> what? Jaiman Hunsu? Ben, are you feeling really old now that we got two people on here? Who's Glenn Close? Who's Jaiman Hunsu? <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling really sad. Let's just go back to... Where's Ant-Man? Where's Ant-Man? Where's Hawkeye? Where is all these... Forget about Hawkeye. What? Hawkeye is one of the... One of the original Avengers. You cannot leave the original Avenger. Um, but they did. So let's just move on. <laughs> move on with our life. Uh... Let's get around to rating this here. Now, mine's going to be kind of weird because um, I uh, I feel like this is the type of movie I really do want to watch again. I probably will pay to see it again just to digest. Plus, I should say, I woke up at like 1.30 in the morning and couldn't get back to sleep. And I had to help move Rick's other uncle, my brother, today. Um, mm-hmm. So it's been an exhausting day. When the the stuff was happening on Earth, I did drift off for a good three or four minutes, and I woke up like William Hurt's on screen again. When did I miss him? Um, so, <laughs> sorry, I just spoiled it for people who you know didn't want to spoil the William Hurt's movie. <laughs> William Hurt's, but uh, what General was... General Ross? Oh yeah, oh yeah. spoiler, General Ross. The only in the movie. connection from the Incredible Hulk that exists in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but. Um, I mean, I I want to see it just because I feel like I want to see William Hurt, so <laughs> I'll pay to see it again for that. But aside why from that... Why did you see Avengers Infinity War again? To see William Hurt again. Yeah, exactly. The only person... <laughs> why did you see this movie six times? I Did I ever tell... I told the story on the show before about Jamie falling asleep in The Force Awakens. Oh, well, yeah. probably. But the Force well, Awakens. she was pregnant with Casper when... Yeah. We saw The Force Awakens, and we saw... Casper was kicking when exciting scenes were happening. Whenever there was lightsabers, he started kicking. But anyways, when Han Solo... Spoiler for Force Awakens, Han Solo dies. Um, Uh, I think everyone would know by now. Oh! (laughs) Now that he actually hasn't seen it, but thank you. I just what the heck? Call just, it oh, That's why we do spoiler free. Anyways. <laughs> you gave a spoiler, Colin. You are the worst uncle I've ever no, met. No, it's not like I told you that Chewie dies. Come on. Oh, oh man. That too. No. <laughs> Chewie Anyways. does not die. During no. a key scene in The Force Awakens, <laughs> um, Jamie fell asleep. And when she woke up, she's like, did, did, did something happen to Han Solo? And I'm like, are you kidding me? So we paid to go see it a second time, which I was going to see it anyways. And again, she fell asleep. She's pregnant, so she falls asleep all the time. Again, she falls asleep. It's like, listen, I just need to see this. So we go, and I'm like, if you have to sleep the whole movie, sleep the whole movie, and I will wake you up just that part. And lo and behold, she started falling asleep like two or three minutes before it came up. I'm like, all you got to do is stay awake for these two minutes here and then go back to sleep and we can stop paying for this. <laughs> okay, can I just point out, doesn't Jamie usually used to staying awake for just the two minutes there anyway? So, like, she shouldn't be something that she's used to. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't even fallen asleep during a movie in a theater, so I don't yeah. know how loud it would be like to miss a great part. I have. Yeah. Lord of the Rings, the part two, I fell asleep in it. Yeah, well, he said miss a great part. Um, <laughs> ben. And, of course, William Hurt is a great part. But, anyways... Back to the ratings. Um, aside from wanting to see the full scene with William Hurt again, uh, <laughs> I honestly feel like I there's no. Even though I know when the fourth part comes out, I'm probably going to enjoy this one even more. It's not that I didn't enjoy this. I would go as far as to say that this is a viable movie as far as entertainment goes. But until I see the fourth one, I don't really know because 
I could say buy it now, and then the fourth one comes out a year from now, and I'm like, wow, that it's it's kind of like you know a reverse of like the Force Awakens and Last Jedi. You know, Last Jedi improved the Force Awakens because it was bad. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, we might have that or it could go the opposite way where I'm like, you know, they went all out with the fourth one. So I'm actually kind of upset that they did so little with the third. So I would probably say I'd rent it right now, even though it would be like a very strong rent boarding on buy. And I'm 99% positive I'd buy this one in a year when I see the conclusion of the story. I'd only go pay to see this again to see all the Ant-Man scenes. Um I'm going to buy it. I I enjoyed it. And, you know, I always feel that when we do these movies, we end up talking about the negatives more than the positives. But I I would probably go and pay to see this again because at no point was I bored. Um, you know, yeah, the Earth stuff wasn't the most entertaining stuff, but, I mean, it's still, you know, you knew it was leading to something. And you didn't really get two drawn-out scenes. So, to me, it was kind of – it flowed quickly and I – not, you know, didn't really look at my watch throughout the movie to go like, oh shit, this movie, how long's it got to go? So, um, I enjoyed it. It felt very big. It felt very grand. It kind of lived up to the hype I felt in terms of how big this is. And, you know, we, I just really love the Thanos stuff and I just love the fact that kind of they did that so well. So yeah, I'm going to buy this movie. First of all, he didn't pay to see it the first time. I did. (laughs) Ben, why would you do that? Wow. (laughs) So he can pay for it next time we see it. Cheaper Tuesday. Rick, Rick, things are different with your and Mallory's generation. Um, It's it's okay. (laughs) What does that mean? (laughs) Moving on. It's just an inside joke. (laughs) It's inside joke. (laughs) Moving on, Mallory. Canadian. Um... Yes, I would buy it, but this is a really, like, low end of a buy. Like, Colin's at the high end of a rent, and I'm at the low end of a buy. I think that I'm just hopeful for the next movie, and I can't, like, I can't imagine going into the next movie without watching this movie immediately before. Yeah, I would also buy it, but I'm also still looking forward to the other movie, which which they should be announcing what it's supposed to be called since it was it it wasn't planned to be called Infinity War Part Two. I'm yeah. upset about that. It's called Ant. It's called Infinity. Uh, the Avengers. He's Ant Man. <laughs> <laughs> or the or Avengers Ant Man is back. The Return of Ant Man. Yeah, we didn't get that. Did you notice? Like, uh, let's let's not spoil it. But the the end credits do end with a certain character will return. Like all these movies, you know, took from James Bond. James Bond. Yeah, exactly. But why didn't we get Ant-Man Will Return? Because he is the next one back. We know that. Did you get the trailer in for Ant-Man and the Wasp? No. Neither Hawkeye, oh, actually. It was great. Well, we've seen it, but we didn't get it before this movie. Mm-hmm. Well, we sort of saw Ant-Man then in the trailer form. Yeah. So that's still more screen time than like Gwyneth Paltrow had in this movie. So, you know, there's positive. Do we need Gwyneth Paltrow got paid for that? Probably like a hundred and fifty million dollars. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I. I Nineteen ninety-eight. How can they afford all these actors if they're paying them each a hundred and fifty million dollars? They're just making no sense, Colin. Yeah, no, they're they're not paying these people anything. Uh, <laughs> that's one thing. They are know. paying these people something. Robert Downey Jr. takes all the money. <laughs> anyway, so that's rude. That's why I hate him. He, he hates a strong word <laughs> for a man who's provided you. Hours upon hours of entertainment. Um, it's, it hasn't even been one hour, Colin. I wasn't talking about Ben. I was talking about Robert Downey Jr. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, 
This po- I was saying this podcast hasn't even been for an hour yet, so... Rob, right. Robert Downey Jr. and I often get confused. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just like I often get confused for Chris Evans, Chris yes, Pratt, but- Chris Hemsworth, Chris Tucker. And this is only in the bedroom, Chris- right? Yeah. <laughs> Chris whoever. Wow. It may whoever be longer than two minutes. Yeah. Um, all right. So we're mostly all around positive red sit and average buy it. So general consensus is it's a decent movie. Um, we all want to see the fourth one. And I'm sure we'll come back to cover that in a year. And I know we're going to be back for Ant-Man in a few months. Right, Ben? Yes. Yes, um, up for but her. I won't be back. Apparently, which is sadly. Yeah, sadly, all the Rick listeners out there, he will not be back for Ant Man. Well, I may oh, be back uh, for uh. Avengers. Well, I may be back for Avengers Four. Oh, we've just already just in case, just yeah. in case my brothers don't come because I was supposed to do the Death Cure, but three certain you're really worked up about that. But three certain subways had to had to sneak <laughs> up and buy tickets. Can so I point I'm, out that I'm actually happy. that Rick reminds me of when I first started radio that I didn't know what I was doing. I just talked loudly and longly. <laughs> Stuff down and go in short bursts. So short bursts. Um, all right. <laughs> Medium to short bursts. <laughs> You're like at a, a 99 right now. Like start at a 13. <laughs> I'm 14. Oh yes, that's where we're going with that. Okay. <laughs> all right. Anyways, that's um, um, <laughs> I'm embarrassed because you spoiled stuff. Something. Yeah, I'm embarrassed. Yeah, I'm embarrassed for myself too. Uh, <laughs> so. Moving on, we will be starting Jurassic Park month soon. Yes. Uh, within the, did you just gag or was that cheering? I said yes. Yes. You like Jurassic Park? You don't get off this show. <laughs> hey, I'm going to be returning in one year, Ben, so you better enjoy it. So you <laughs> did in one year. I sent a Velociraptor after you. <laughs> I All thought right. you said you liked me, Ben. Well, I did until you said you liked Jurassic Park. You like Jurassic Park. I like Jurassic Park. It's just surprising okay, that you like Jurassic Park. Let's <laughs> quickly talk about Jurassic Park. We're going to be starting it soon. It's going to take us about a month. For the first one. One other thing just to tease, probably within 24 hours of this episode coming out, Billy Garcia and I are going to be talking about Cobra Kai, the Karate Kid sequel TV series, which he saw an advanced screening of. This is a few days ahead of the show coming out, and uh, I've talked Billy into covering a quick episode of that. So that's going to be probably... Our first spoiler-free TV review. Hashtag bring back Billy. Bring back Billy. <laughs> what did Billy do his old thing with somebody else that you didn't like? Survivor. What? Billy. Survivor? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's right. I don't like Survivor this season. I haven't watched it in a month. I don't know what's happening. We'll be back for that, among other things. Lost, Nip Talk. Solo? We're doing Solo? Well, we'll do a review for Solo for sure, yeah. Um, okay. Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. All these things coming. Uh, thank you. Been a good co-host, Rick. <laughs> I'll take it from here. <laughs> well, you were forgetting about stuff. I, I wasn't was... forgetting. Yeah, you were. Colin's not gonna forget about Mission Impossible. Come on. That's the number one thing I want to talk about. That's my Jurassic Park. All those exciting <laughs> things. Not even dinosaurs in Mission Impossible. <laughs> why, no, would you, why would you call it Jurassic Park? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so lost right now. We need to end this. <laughs> and speaking of lost, that comes out on Mondays here on the Oz Network. <laughs> Mondays on the Oz Network. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we have reached a whole new demographic here on the Oz Network. <laughs> 14-year-old excitable boys. Uh, make sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, 14-year-old excitable boys. Um, uh, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and 
Uh, till next time, my name is Colin, and hashtag bring back Agent Carter. My name is Ben, and hashtag where's that man? <laughs> my name is Melanie. <laughs> <laughs> You promised me you had a line. She's going to fight out and everything. I don't know what just happened. She froze under pressure. She's hitting my head now. Oh, you said Bud Bell. Rick, you go. We'll come back to Mallory. And my name is Rick and, um, hashtag rabbit. Go, go, Mallory, go. Don't hashtag rabbit. We're sad for rabbit. Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.